There it is, it's over. The Roosters have won it. Minor premiers become major premiers. Roosters fans, welcome. As we licked our wounds coming back down the mountain, the mighty Panthers got a hold of us and they give us a bit of a touch-up up there at the foot of the mountains. Victor Radley goes back to lock. Great talking point for us on Roosters Radio today in his right positions. Lots of debutants. Joey Manu, off for 10 in the bin. We'll discuss that. Bells, Silky, welcome to Roosters Radio. It's our third loss in a row. Our coach says he's frustrated. How are you feeling, Bells? Yes, boys, not good, not good. Three in a row, hey? Um, since 2016 was the last year we lost three in a row. So let's hope, not hope the season ends up like that one, but they'll come back. They'll come back. Yeah, look, uh, not panic stations yet. I do remember this time last year, I think we were uh, currently about fifth. Uh, and I, I clearly remember having conversation with a few of the players on this podcast. Uh, it wasn't time to panic. They know what they have to produce moving forward. And uh, look, like I said, in Robbo we trust. Yeah, Robbo was a bit frustrated in his press conference after the game. Um, you know, we've been discussing over the last couple of weeks about the depth of the the team and, and that we can have big high-profile players out, however, bring in these young guns that play well. But unfortunately on Sunday they just didn't click together. They didn't play well. Oh, I don't know if it's about playing well. Look, Robbo, as you said, in the press conference was frustrated because the 17 that he picks to run out, he expects them to win. Mm. Uh, it doesn't matter what 17 are selected. They're, they're there to do a job. They train as a group. They know the plays. Look, we um, we welcome Drew Hutchinson, who made his Sydney Roosters debut. Yeah, great. Hadn't played first-grade football for a few years. And a young gentleman who we'd been talking about on this podcast, Sam Varellis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started at nine, so... Look, there's obviously a lot of players out and some big name players. You know, we've got, you know, four of our potential internationals not running out there. Mm, mm. Uh, any football side is going to struggle with that calibre of footballer out. It's how we manage them. And uh, look, at the moment, as Robbo alluded to when we got beat by Newcastle, he got it wrong, resting Cooper Cronk. It's a real balance. Mm. But the reason he does this is so that come the end of the season, all those players are fresh and hopefully ha- having had the rest... They'll be there when the whips are cracking uh, towards the end of the season, the semi-finals. Yeah, and I think Silky raises a good point, Bells. If you think about it this way, those players needed to be blooded. There's a squad of 30. Robbo talks about a squad of 30 guys. If you watch the Channel 9 coverage, he talked about the pre-interview. wasn't happy with his hairstyle, but that might have been the wind. Um, we'll get to that later. <laughs> what I do want to present, though, is he talks about blooding those 30 players, and Silky's 100% right. But when you think about what we discussed last week, 
I had a guy call me from New Zealand uh, yesterday. He's a great friend of mine, lived here. He's a Roosters fan. Um, he's also, you know, soft spot for the Kiwis. And the natural, the natural topic was, how much do you miss Jake Friend? I said, mm. yep, 100%. Discuss. Mm. He said, I heard it on Roosters Radio last week. L- uh, long-time listener, Blair Ward's over there in the family. He said, thank you, Blair. G'day, he then Blair. said, Yeah. <laughs> he then, then said to me, well, mate, I'm going to give you one more. He said, he's my favourite player at the Roosters, and you realise how much you missed him, and that is Jared Weir Hargraves. He mm. goes, mate, you forget he takes, he said, one or even two in every six. He's in every tackle. He's so aggressive but controlled. Mm. We all know that, he, in my opinion, our, our Roosters Radio opinion, probably got uh, you know the wrong end of the stick in that Absolutely. Decision. Yeah, um, what are your thoughts, Coop? Oh, I was flabbergasted that he got two weeks. Mm. Crazy. Um, you, you know, I haven't seen any newspaper reports or what transpired at the, uh, at the hearing, but I'd love to know how they came up with a late tackle, no contact with the head. Uh, was he wearing, why a, got two was weeks? He wearing a duck suit when he went in there? Because it's duck hunting season. <laughs> they just shot him. Seriously, it was crazy. <laughs> Look, it was a little late. I mean, as a Roosters supporter, he shouldn't have got two weeks. But Should have got 10 in the bin. There was no head contact. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Speaking of 10 in the bin, let's segue straight into Joey Manu and talk about Joey Manu's, uh, you know, sin bidding. Bells, you were just, you were just disgusted. Well, another one. They got yeah, it wrong. Tough, they got it wrong tough. on the field this time. Dominant tackle. Great tackle. Great yep. try-saving tackle. Picked him up and dumped I've him. I've seen a lot worse with no penalty no sin bin. You know, he, he shouldn't have gone in the bin. Bells, it did cause one thing. That was a sensational try scored by Victor Radley. Also had hands in it. What'd you, how'd you say it? Great try. With 12 men on the field, Radley onto Butch, back to Radley. Two young guns from the side. I tell you what, Nat Butch has been playing awesome off the bench. I've been telling you. You have been telling me. You've been rating him all year, Bush. So I've rated Nat Butcher from day one. It's a, he's, he's a slow burner. He is. He's very consistent. Tough young kid. And Robbo knows his stuff. And as Silky rightfully said at the beginning, you want those 30 players to sort of slot in a position or two, I guess, which is why Victor moves from, you know, uh, hooker to lock. And that try with Radley back in the lock position, boys. What do you think about that? I think, look, Sam Varela started the game at number nine and he's an out-and-out hooker. Uh, I think Victor Radley's been doing a great job playing 80 minutes in in a position that, I, you know, as you said, he's probably a, a better better lock forward ball playing back row but he's 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 done a, a good a job as he can but uh it seemed it were a little bit more fluid or zippy around around the ruck with Vrelis at the nine. Oh, he was just so much more dangerous Radley like he he had options room room to move plays like a second 5-8 mm. well he loves the ball in his hand you know and back to what you said about Vrelis Silky I mean I think the Roosters uh, you know have always produced great rakes number tw- uh, you know number nines or 12s in the old days and uh, there's nothing better than seeing a young hooker come through and do a great job well, guys, speaking of uh, young guys having a go, we've got a special guest in the studio, Silky, and we've been dying to unveil him this week. This young man has contacted us uh, you know, quite a few times on Roosters Radio over the last couple of years, and uh, this year it was time for him to do work experience. He uh, hails from Gosford and goes to St. Edwards College. He's a mad, mad Roosters fan, and uh, young Charlie's being introduced here for the first time on Roosters Radio in studio. Charlie... Thanks so much for your, uh, you know, great emails and constantly contacting social posts. G'day, mate. How are you? Oh, very good. Welcome, great Charlie. to have you in here. How do you feel? Oh, I feel good. Um, it was good to watch Victor Radley score. Uh, great player. Love him. Uh, yeah, just a good game by the Roosters. Just unfortunately outplayed by Penrith. They were outplayed. And, uh, mate, Victor Radley going back to the 13 as opposed to being at hooker, what do you think? Well, uh I think that uh, without Jake Friend, we're missing a hooker. Victor is a good player, but he's just not a hooker. He's 13 where he belongs, and he's playing that well. 
Well, there you have it, mate. The young people speak the truth. <laughs> Charlie, tell us a bit about, a bit about your love of the roosters and uh, how you come about doing work experience down here at Radio Hub and uh, on Roosters Radio. Yeah, I come from Gosford. Listen to the show every week. I'm in love with the show. It's an amazing show. Love footy, love the Roosters. Been a Roosters fan from day one. Um, always loved them. Got some mates playing Harold Matts on ah, the Central Coast. In the do you Roosters. want to give them a shout-out, Charlie? Um, yeah, shout-out to Matt Cooch, uh, the Roosters centre, number three. There you go. Uh, There's a name to look look out for, boys. Yeah, young Matty Cooch. Good mm. luck, Matty. <laughs> shout-out to Wormu Tippett. Uh, yeah, he's a great player. Good mate of mine. Now, Charlie, let us know who are your favourite Roosters players. Favourite player growing up, Anthony Minicello. Um, massive Victor Radley fan, but also a big fan of Luke Keary. We're huge fans of Luke Keary here on Roosters Ray. Unfortunately, Luke's still out injured, but we had uh, young Drew Hutchison make his debut for the for the Roosters there on the weekend. How do you think he went? Yeah, he was just a solid 5'8". I think he did really well filling in for Keary. Well, Roosters Radio caught up with Drew after the match, and here's what he had to say. Here with Drew Hutchison. Drew, obviously tough not to get the win, but awesome to see you back out there in the first grade arena. Yeah, no, it is. Um, it's definitely a step up, and just uh, I think the enthusiasm really got the better of us today. But um, great thing about it is always next week, and um, hopefully we can go again next time. You must have been real happy with your performance. You look very comfortable out there. Oh, it's obviously proud to be back, but um, obviously always things to work on, and probably like to work on my involvement with the ball a bit, and uh, hopefully I can get the opportunity to play again next week and keep working hard. Back to the drawing board next week, mate? Yeah, for sure. I think um, that's three on the top for us now, so I think we just need to keep working hard and um, hopefully it's going to turn around soon. So you over there seeing the family. It must be cool, especially for them to see you back out here uh, playing good footy at the top grade. Absolutely, mate. That's the, um, that's the reason why I think everyone does it, isn't it? Family and friends. And to be honest, I don't think I'd be here without them. They're, uh, they mean the world to me. And it's, it's pretty hard to hold back the tears when you see them here really enjoying themselves. So a um, bit of bittersweet, obviously not getting the win, but... Um, Hey, what can we do? We'll get there next week. All the best, man. I hope to see you out there next week. Yes, thank you. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And, guys, let's hop straight back in. I want to talk about the repercussions of origin and, in particular, the rotation policy that uh, the Roosters have uh, taken on board. Look, across all social media, there's been – well, everyone's got a point of view on it, and I think it's only fair that we have our points of view. Guys, and uh, curious to get your thoughts. Bill, starting with you, what are your thoughts regarding resting players straight after Origin? Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talking points. What do you think? It's a big season. Um, I'm sure Robbo has his grand plan, as he always does. He has the master plan. Obviously, coming off the back of the loss on the weekend, and that's three in a row now, we would rather than play. We really missed Latrell out there on the weekend. Crichton's work rate, we missed as well. Cordner was injured. He played, but he was carrying an injury. So obviously from State of Origin. Look, it's a hard one to say because you do want them to last the whole season, um, but you also want your best players on the park. Look, I think Wayne Bennett summed it up best uh, some time ago when he said, Origin is a great leveller. And by that, he means with players out, those that are going well, uh, the clubs that are going well, their players get selected and it brings them back to the pack. And you see that with both East and South at the moment. You know, the Bunnies have lost two, we've lost three. So I think... uh, you know, I think you have to do it. I think you have to rotate players. It's a long season. We play a tough game. I think so, it's only So what fair. about this then, Silky? If you're saying that, and I agree with you, and we only represent the opinion of the fans. None yeah. of us are experts. We both, you know, played a little bit of junior rep footy, but we're not first-grade experts. However, if you ask any player, why don't we make it mandatory that they've got the week off, which we know is the current rule, when they're selected? 
Why don't the game, if they're talking about duty of care and everything else, make them have the week off after they're selected? Then it is even. Then there's, well, there's your Wayne Bennett leveller. Well, is it is it more of a question of why is there not standalone rounds when it comes to state of origin where we, we stop the normal club games? Well, that's a good point. And mm. I think if you look at any other ball sport in the world, be it World Cups in rugby uh, or soccer, you know, the, 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 the season stops for those weeks where that's on. What are your but thoughts on that? The hardcore rugby league, Tommy Redonix is like, get up and get out there, you mm. you know, so-and-so, because well, got- they just love the hardness of the blokes like the Smiths and the Cronks and the Slaters from the day from Queensland and, the, you know, the Cordners and, uh, you know. Well, they the- used to do it. Yeah, they do. They used to back up. They yep. didn't have buys. Yeah. They didn't have the buy the weekend before. They used to back up. So, I mean, you've got Wayne Bennett coming out and saying that, yet he had he had Cook play 80 minutes on Friday night and he had a blinder on Wednesday night and played 80 minutes. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's a tough one. I still... I'm on the fence with it. I wonder what the where, where, where do you where do you sit, Bush? Because I I think you need to rest them. I think mm-hmm. they need to be rested. And the one thing, and we speak about this, is that young player like Victor Radley, who had a, a big game, I thought on the weekend, he's in that camp. He's only going to improve. We saw it with Latrell Mitchell last year. He went into the camp. He came back a better footballer. Let's hope having the week off, he's gone back to Taree. He's going to come back on Sunday and have an absolute blinder, which I think he will. Hmm. But I think the rest, they need the rest. Yeah, look, I got a foot near the camp here because if you ask the players, you know, it's kind of like a badge of honour. It's like a rugby player that says he's in the forwards. If he doesn't have the Prince cauliflower ears, they see that on their, uh, you know, as a, as a badge of honour. Rugby league players who play Origin see it as a badge of honour to come back and play. Mm. But is it the best welfare for the player? Because the fans are screaming for the guys to come and have all the best players out there. So it's it's hard to say. You got to leave it to the decision. Ask any any player who's played State of Origin; they'll all say it's it's twice as fast as your average NRL game. So they've. They've played the equivalent of two games Wednesday night, then back up. Mm. Look, we all saw the game on this weekend. Uh, I think it's fair to say that our origin performers weren't up to their normal standards. I think that's only fair to mm-hmm. say. They're spent. Yep. Yeah, that's right, because they've played their guts out Wednesday night. Yep. So so what do you want from your, your team? Do you want the, your best 17 out there doing an 80% job, or do you want you want those players having a week off and coming back and giving 100 yeah, well, I suppose, it, you know, there's arguments for both sides. It's a great question, though, isn't it? It's the one that'll beg forever. All the tough guys say, get out there, you bugger. And, uh, you know, there's there's all the racehorse owners say, no, they rest him. He's a, he's a thoroughbred. Well, let's talk about this weekend's match. Back at home, it's been a long time since we've had a home game. I think last game was the Tigers. Sure was. I've missed those sausage rolls at halftime, I tell you. Well, what do you think, guys? Bulldogs got touched up on the weekend. They're on a short turnaround. Sounds like there's a few dramas out there at Belmore. How do you see it? Beware the wounded dog. I think that they're trying to instill back in Canterbury what they had in the 80s. And they've had some, uh, you know, they held Melbourne to account uh, early in the year, the Bulldogs, uh, for quite a while and just got pipped. I, I don't think we can take them, you know, we're not in our best condition either. We've got our spine out or half our spine out. So I would say to you, uh, you know, proceed with caution. And uh, three losses can turn into four if we're not real careful. Hargrave's out for another week, big enforcement. We need someone to take that role. While CY's making metres, no one jumped up as the enforcer on the weekend and mm. we really missed that, I thought. Mm. That let us, let us go forward. We put that back in place. There's the ingredients for success on Sunday. Yeah, there's no doubt they missed Hargraves, the leader at the front there. I think the dogs can it, – it depends if they show up or not, isn't it, with the dogs all season. They're either on or they're off. I think it'll be interesting with Napa playing against the Roosters. He'll have a little bit to prove yeah, out good there. Good point. Uh, so he'll come out firing, I'm sure. And also Kieran Forum, if he's in form – I think he lifts that whole side. He's a great, experienced player with a lot of games under his belt. So if he plays well, we could be in a bit of trouble. But it's not going to be four in a row, boys. It's not yeah, going to be I, four I in agree. a row. I agree. I think Latrell's <laughs> going to come back refreshed and have an yep. absolute blinder. Uh, we get Angus Crichton back. Look, we're going to miss 
Teddy at the back, and it'll be interesting to see who plays fullback for mm. mine. Um, but I, I'm confident that we'll right the ship this week and uh, we might put a score on them. Well, we've got young Charlie here from Gosford. He's travelled all the way down for work experience. Charlie, give us your thoughts, our game against the Bulldogs on Sunday. We're back at home. What do you think? Uh, I think it should be a big game for the boys. I think uh, we really need to get up this week. Uh, we're three losses down and um, really, really got to put in the hard yards this weekend and get it done. I Great love the cliches. Learn all the cliches of rugby league. Right? And so that just goes to show you the fans <laughs> in the game know all the cliches. It's good. You've got eight-year-olds saying the same thing after their game here. We did it for the boys today. Charlie, you've continued a great tradition. Mate, great to have you on the show today. And uh, thank you very much for coming down and That's writing right. us all those emails. So what's your score prediction, Charlie, for Sunday? Oh, well, I really got to hope for a big score. But um, Roosters 24, Doggies 12. There you go. Yeah, wow, that's pretty good. Something for the punters. Are we going to go with Charlie's score, 24-12? I think we can put more on him. We can. It's 13 plus for me, Silky. Yeah, I agree. That's it for another episode of Roosters Radio. Special guest, Charlie, joining us here in the studio. East to win.